All right, what's up? This is Game Changer Salescast. I'm Dave Villa, and I'm joined, man. And it was kind of last minute to this guy here. Here's, this is our corporate sales trainer here at IPD, uh, Antonio Vincenti, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming off the sales oh, floor. Thank you. No, dude. I mean, you know what? You killed it this morning. In, uh, and he did our uh, sales meeting uh, Monday, morning sales meeting here, which was uh, Periscope and uh, also is going into our uh, Serial Sales Pro Academy. And uh, you did it on, um, on push and uh, prospect until something happens. Pretty much uh, prospect until success happens, uh, sales happens, something happens. I mean, that S stands for a lot. That's cool, man. And you know what? I sat in the back of the meeting. I actually held the phone on Periscope for a long time. And, uh, I, you know, I've been in a many a sales meetings. A couple of things I want to talk about. And, I, I, again, I asked Tony literally within the last 30 minutes. I said, why don't you join me today? Because we've got, uh, we're going to be bringing uh, our guest on here in just a few minutes. Uh, we're going to be talking about social selling. But you and I, you know, we come from, um, you know, we, we obviously believe in social media. Yeah. You know, we believe in, in prospecting through any way sure. um, that we can. And, um, however, we come, we're cut from an old school cloth in the standpoint that we're hustlers. We're fighters, man. We go after the prospect and we utilize the phone. Love the phone. Love it. Love the phone. <laughs> what do you love most about it, man? Uh, I would say a, a large element would be I'm in control. Yeah. Where instead of having to be uh, defensive or, or, uh, I can be offensive. I can pick up that phone mm -hmm. and I can make things happen. I'm right there on the spot. Yeah, and I'm going to put our guest, that, that's, and I know you do that. I mean, you, you started here originally in 2014 and, uh, you know, over, over two years ago, um, in August of 2014, I believe it was. And, um, you know, you started out in sales and you came from a seminar background, you know, Same. get motivated success seminars. You were there for years. And so you, you sold training and, and, and book training for some of the best, the Zig Ziglar's and the Tom Hopkins yeah. and the, you know, I mean, the, the, the Les Browns and the guys like that. Um, so you, 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 you've come from, even though you're, you're younger, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're younger than I am, you come from this cloth and I want to kind of, you know, pick your brain a little bit on the sales meeting we did this morning sure. that you went over and, um, you know, you talked about, you know, and you related prospecting to, to that of gold mining, that of, you know, mining gold and, mm -hmm. and, uh, but one of the things, you know, uh, that came out of this meeting, um, was, uh, you know, s some of the things that, 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 that real professionals do that the amateurs aren't willing to yeah. do. The difference between a, uh, a pro and a poser mm. is, is prospecting. Mm. Why do you think we hate it so much, man? I mean, because you, you, you didn't give an answer. You, you, you admitted in the meeting yeah. that, you know what, hey, look, and everybody was ready to write the answer down because, you know, they were waiting for some revelation. If you're listening right now, his, his question was, okay, do you want to know how to love prospecting? Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. And what'd you say? Uh, I don't think you can. To be very honest with you, I think you can love what prospecting will afford you, and I believe you can love the 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 fruit of what prospecting will give you. But I doubt very seriously if, if salesmen are honest with themselves that they wake up in the morning and say, "I can't wait to prospect." Right. So. So so the answer the answer that you gave, and I agree with it, is because I've been in professional sales for over twenty years, and I still don't like to prospect. I love what it does for me. We turn his mic up a little bit. I love what it does for me, but I don't like the way it feels. And we use the example. We have a guy in the room, and you pointed out one of our one of our newer sales guys. His name's Leon, yeah. and the guy's a beast. I mean, he bench presses four hundred and thirty pounds. Okay, yeah. and this Joker is like, I mean, like he could, you know, he could crush an apple with his with his, you know, with his by doing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, we asked him after the meeting off off air. We said, Hey, Leon, do you do you enjoy? You know, you enjoy the fruit of it, but you yeah. enjoy the activity of it. He said, not even to this day. And it was really interesting that 
somebody enjoys the fruit of the way they look, so they do it. But they mm-hmm. do what? They do what others aren't willing to do. So they can have what others don't. I mean, Boom. let's just be honest. I mean, if, if I told you I'm going to take you out to a field and there's gold in the field, and I could tell you, hey, this is exactly where the gold is, and you can just go right under, you know, undig the earth, get the gold, mm-hmm. and be home, you would do that all day long. Right. The reality is that's not how, that's not how it works. Right. You've got to go out there and dig. You've got to search. So basically, basically what you're saying is somebody goes, hey, there's gold in them there hills. <laughs> but then it's up to us to go out in those hills. And that, you know, let's talk about it because we're going to get uh, we're going to bring our guests on here in just a couple of minutes. Sure. And, you know, he's a social selling expert. He writes a lot on it. And I've got some great questions for him because there's those that say prospecting, you know, the way prospecting has always been done is dead. And I want to kind of discuss this with Jack when he comes on. But I mean, the reality is this, man, I think that, you know, it's true. There is some success with inside of, of any type of prospecting, you know, but true success, no matter how you prospect, true success is typically achieved at a, at a higher level mm-hmm. or higher, I should say, higher success or the upper echelon of success is, is achieved by those that are willing to prospect at all costs, no matter what it is. They're, they're, they're just hustlers. They're yeah. hungry. Yeah, I think, I think you have a lot of talk where you have the old school versus the new school, and I think you can bridge both of them together. Mm-hmm. I think you can get the best of, of, of both worlds. But That's good. At the end of the day, though, I think the, the phone can never be replaced. Mm. That's good stuff. Well, I want to hear what you guys say. You're watching us on Facebook Live, and we want to thank you guys. This is our fifth episode of Game Changer Salescast. We've had some great people on. Um, and if you're interested in coming on the Salescast, we have uh, several weeks booked out from here, but we'd love to have you on. What does it take for you to come on this show? Does it take, oh my God, you know, does it take my book to be released? Does it take, you know, um, you know my training courses to, to be online? No. It takes you being a game changer in sales. Well, I've only been doing this six months. Well, are you a game changer? You know, were you mowing lawns and now you're making six figures? I want to hear what you have to say because here's the bottom line. You know, most people, even though we believe it, obviously through Serial Sales Pro and through the Academy, we believe there's an education necessary in sales and you can get better. But I believe this. I believe that I got into sales with with really no formal education and and, and got thrown out there. And I believe that you can become successful and then share with others what you're doing to be successful. So if you're interested in coming on this show, we'd love to hear from you. You just call the number on the screen after the show and you get get Kim or Mikey on the phone and they'll get you booked. But, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of game changers out there men in yep. sales that the world doesn't know about people that are moving the needle that, that that said you know what i was doing it this way and it wasn't working i made these changes mm-hmm. and then now i'm seeing success they're actually executing executing yeah that's what most people don't do right. i mean it, it, let's just let's just face it i mean you've been in training for a while you've yeah. been in sales since what nine late 90s yeah i obviously amateur sales amateur, but, you, but still i mean sales. you knew though there's something sure. about even though amateur sales i think you're saying you know you don't give yourself a lot of credit you're a humble guy but you know, you're 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 talking about. Um, you're, you're always humble. You get up there and you know you're you always you started your meeting out this morning by saying, "Hey, I'm not the best guys." You know, there's 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 I wasn't the best opener. I didn't have the best presentation. I didn't have the best clothes, but I didn't give up. I had passion, persistence, yeah. persistence. And so so even when you were in amateur sales, you know, um, you 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 knew mm-hmm. that there was something in this game. There was there was something in this. Well, what do you think that you know? Because the sales people that are watching right now, this is for them. I mean, this is this is people that that want to sell. I don't care if you're selling a, I don't care if you're selling like you know vacuum cleaner, rainbow vacuum cleaners. 
one of the one of the earliest experiences mm-hmm. I have with professional sales. It was a rainbow. I don't. They don't think they make them. I don't know. I guess maybe they do. Vacuum cleaner salesman that came to my parents' house, and I got and, and this joker. He was so good. He he sucked the air out. Of, you ever seen those? I've seen it. I've it seen sucked it. I've the seen air the out of those pillows. It's yep. like a pack them up. You know, mm-hmm. he shows you. And then I said, oh, that's so cool. When I got inside a bag, and he kind of put it up around me, he's like, Whoosh, and sucked the air out. And I was like, talked my parents into buying it. Yeah. No, I mean, here's the deal. I mean, for me, as far as sales, I, I can, if you cut me open, I absolutely believe that sales is the greatest industry on the planet, mm. period. Um, I mean, it, it, it affords the greatest lifestyles. It positions you to be able to do more and help more people than, than any other industry out there. I agree. I agree. What do you say we bring our guest on, man? He's been waiting. He, uh, We've been waiting. You're waiting. And uh, we're going to bring him on without further ado. He is the global head of sales execution. This is the one and only social selling expert, in my opinion, uh, all-around great guy, Jack Kazakowski. Jack, I appreciate you, man, uh, coming on Game Changer Salescast today. Uh, your information is up on the screen. So if you guys are out there watching, make sure if you're not already, you're missing something because this guy shares a lot of great content. He's not he's not just, just full of air. He shares some some phenomenal content. Jackman, uh, thanks for coming on Game Changers um, and uh, for hanging out with us for a few minutes. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me back. Last time was fun, so I'm ready to do this again. Absolutely. Cool background, man. And uh, what I like about you is, is that, you know, you, you, you're, an, you're an everyday guy. I mean, you, at the same time, I mean, you're, you're, you, you know your stuff, you know, you, you do a great job, you execute, but then you know what? You also just are very relatable. And, and I want to kind of jump into something. I want to get your opinion on this because, um, you know, I, I, know, I know by following you what your general opinion is on this. But, you know, what to those who say, okay, we're talking about um, social selling. Do people, yeah, yeah. in your opinion... Do people really understand, you know, I mean, really understand what social selling is? I mean, do, do most people no. that say the term, do they understand it? No. Especially uh, especially traditional sales mindsets. You know, I get a lot of sales experts that come after me. You know, but the funny thing is they don't understand social enough to, you know, give an opinion about something, right? Because, it's, you know, social selling is very strategic, and it's a piece of the sales process, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you don't understand social and you're not social, it can be really, really tough to understand. And I don't even know if you really can understand it um, just by reading about it. You really, have to, you really have to get into it to really understand it. And I see that happen a lot with people that are the naysayers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I challenge them to say, hey, you know what? First go be social and then you know, give your opinion on social selling, right? You know, it's funny. uh let me ask you this. I mean, it, it, you know, don't you have, I mean, is it, isn't really social selling? I mean, if you're not social, you know what I'm saying? And it's a person, like in other words, if you suck as a person, if you like, you know, if you, if you are hard, if you just don't know how to like relate to people, I mean, chances are you're probably not an effective salesperson, no matter what you wouldn't have been 30 years ago. So really isn't social selling really just, you know, building relationships in a setting that is afforded and available to us today. Is the, isn't that really where it starts? I mean, am, am, I, am I missing some big revelation? Um, you know, I don't like the whole building relationships thing because mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you know, I read a post a long time ago about why relationships, you know, don't get you sales, right? Because, you know, I'll give you an example. 80% of sales reps, you know, 20% of sales reps do 80% of the business. So if 
the whole relationship aspect was true. When they come in and they interview, they go, oh, I know these person, I sold to this person, I had all these relationships. Why do 80% of salespeople suck and never close deals, right? It's not relationships. Um, there's a lot more to sales than just relationships. Yeah, it's an important piece, right? But I think social selling is a strategic way to leverage new channels in your sales process. Sorry, I hope I'm not echoing. No, you're um, good. You're good. And so there's got to be strategy around it. It's just like cold calling, right? Cold calling is a piece. You've got um, you know prospecting through email. Those are two channels. But what you're essentially doing is you're opening up in your cadence, in your sales cadence, new channels inside of that. So instead of phone, email, phone, email, phone, email now, it's phone, you know, it's tweet, LinkedIn, email, phone, tweet, email, and you're kind of just adding it into the cadence and you've got to do it strategically. What do you think about that? I mean, basically what he's saying is just another channel. Yeah, what I'm writing down when, when he said that, basically they're all yeah, forms of, of communication. No, you, we can hear you. Yeah, they're, they're all forms of communication, mm -hmm. is how I take it, whether you're calling over the phone or whether you're emailing or, or you're... Um, we can hear you, Jack. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead, Antonio. Uh, yes, sir. So basically, in a nutshell, what I'm hearing him say is that it's all a form of communication. Mm -hmm. that, that's how I see it. I mean, from the relationship side, I kind of agree with him because I see it every day here. We mm -hmm. pick up the phone, we call someone, they don't know who we are, we spend 30 minutes on the phone, and we close a $15,000, $30,000 deal. Um, there was no relationship there. Right. But there was communication. Mm -hmm. I had to pick up the phone. And same thing that he probably sees is when he does his social media marketing, they're probably crushing and closing deals, and there's not a lot of rapport built. So it's, I, I can see what he's saying. So, so then Jack, and and I, and that's a great point. And then, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually coming around to this here because Antonio just put it into perspective where I, I can understand it here with what we do. So basically, sales is if you, if you're, if you are good at sales, you're good at sales. If you, if you can, can look at, you know, hey, the phone social media, you know, every outlet is an opportunity. And I hate, you know, sometimes people think, you know, it's kind of insensitive because you view it in such a shallow way, but let, let you know, relationship does, is important after the fact, obviously sure. to re retain business. So you don't view somebody just as a dollar sign, but this is about leads. It's about a great salesperson is prospecting always, always looking for an opportunity. And you can say, well, you know what, uh, you know, Antonio, then you, you, you don't care about your customer. You just care about a paycheck. Mm -hmm. The reality is, you know, good salespeople care about both, yeah. but the one thing that's going to pay their bills and is going to make a difference is is closing deals. And everybody that's that's looking at a salesperson, Jack, that's successful and saying something negative about them, you know, wishes they were them in some way. I mean, you know, let's just call a spade a spade, right? I mean, we're talking about the difference between successful salespeople and people who are not successful in sales, correct? Yeah, I mean, you know, the easiest way to look at this actually is um, a buyer, it's a buyer-centric type of sale, right? So, you know, I, I would challenge you, you know, David, if I emailed you, you probably get, you know, a thousand emails a day, or if I called you, which you get probably a thousand calls a day, I would probably have a tough time getting a hold of you. But if I sent you a tweet and, you know, I had some strategic value, I bet I could get you into conversation over Twitter faster than I could on phone or email. And, you know, it's just, it's really thinking about your buyer and where does your buyer live and where does your buyer communicate? You know, not all your buyers 
want to be called. Not all your buyers even check their email, mm-hmm. but some of them are very social. So it's not about what you want or where you want to communicate. It's about where your buyer wants to communicate, and you've got to figure that out and be on all channels, adding value at all times and being in conversation. Yeah, that that's key right there. The the way the way you just broke that down, that that's key right there. It's we know our our market and how our market responds. But he, he I think he's on the money right there. If if whatever you're selling, you you've got to go, you've got to position yourself in front of the way that they like to communicate and the way that you'll get the, the fastest and the greatest response. For us, it's the phone combined with social media where with what what he sells it could very well be like he said i'm going to tweet you and i can get some dialogue and then from there transition to the phone Mm -hmm. so it's not a right or wrong it's which process works best for the market that you're selling into yeah let me let me yeah great point let me bring this um let me bring this up in in jack and actually is i i i actually can relate to that extremely uh well that was a very good analogy or very good picture for me because the truth is you can't get through my assistant i mean she's like a pit bull but she doesn't and you know what in my emails to be honest with you are getting read by three people you know um as, as well as me but seen by three other people and they're 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 filtered through and here's the crazy part about it you hit the nail on the head and i may be giving away something here but twitter i handle my twitter account virtually myself so if somebody Somebody has made somebody that's smart has actually done that before and reached out to me through Twitter when they can't get me through other measures. But let me throw this out there and kind of, kind of, because I want to play devil's advocate. And I want to try in the next few minutes. We've got about seven or eight minutes. I want to try to get to something else about about this and ask your opinion. But one quick thing that just came up um, based on your comment: What happens though when this becomes saturated? Because I think it's more about a saturation. If I didn't get a thousand emails today, you know, then I may not be that way. You know, if I didn't get a ton of phone calls, I may not be that way. You know, so what happens if everyone started to reach out through social media as well? Does that itself becomes saturated and virtually I just guard myself all the time and nobody that doesn't know me can't anyone anyone who doesn't know me can't get through to me so I mean have you thought that far ahead yet yeah oh yeah absolutely I mean it's like anything else right I mean you know if we would have asked what 40 years ago that you know the phone would be around and we wouldn't be riding around on horses and passing (laughs) out you know grams to people right uh you, and you would have said there was a telephone, we would have said, that's crazy. Then the email came, now social. You know, social's just going to evolve, right? I mean, technology is just going to evolve. Communication channels are just going to evolve. Really, what, what I, the way that I look at it is, you know, with all these things happening, there's two things that have to happen. One is email and phone still work, and they will always work with one thing, value, a personalized message that after you've done your research and you've got a relevant business you know, you could, you could solve a relevant business problem, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we know that there's going to be cold callers that in 100 years will still be nailing the phone and closing massive deals, right? right. We all know that there will be salespeople on email that will be incredible at, you know, doing a three-by-three, three, right? Personalizing a message professionally, personally, giving you business value and getting you offline and in, into the sales process. But the third piece of this is we know that social is going to evolve. So... It, the way that I've always had success with social is to keep ahead of the curve, right? To strip, to, you know, I call it sales innovation. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking for a new competitive advantage to, of communication to get to my buyers that nobody else is doing, right? And I think the smart salespeople know that nothing is, you know, there's no means to an end that stays the same ever, right? Um, so you've really got to, Think about innovation, and you've got to be the first to do things 
in my opinion, if you're smart, so that you can get the competitive advantage before everybody jumps on the train, whatever that new thing is going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Antonio, I mean, kind of this morning, I want to shift gears a little bit in the last few minutes here, Jack, but Antonio did our sales meeting this morning. He did it on prospecting, and we have a, uh, and and of course, all of our guys are heavily involved in social media. Our whole company is, and so we we strongly subscribe to the method in which we're talking about here using it. I actually love the way, really, you're you're talking about it it, as a a source, you know, to to get in in front of someone. And uh, so I feel, though, just like you said, the phone is, is, is obviously, there's a place for it, cold calling. I happen to, and I want to get your opinion on this. My opinion is, and you may disagree. My opinion, and I think Antonio, you share this because we make millions of dollars, mm-hmm. you know, using the phone. Um, you know, is that it's a, it's it's a skill set that um, some, you know, it's hard. It's difficult. You know, it's it's a it's um it's rejection in your ear. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, you know, if I get if I get rejected on on social media, it's one thing, but I get rejected by someone telling me, you know, hey, you suck. Yeah. You know, I don't want to talk to you. You're ugly. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're not, it, it, it bothers me. You know, I, I'm a salesperson. I need the affirmation. I don't like rejection. So is it, is the phone a skill that is diminishing? I'm going to use the terminology or the, the picture of like the Jedi. You know what I mean? You know, it, it's like, it's like the Jedi Knight, you know, it, are, are they hiding in the caves? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like, it's a lost art. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, That's I would good. say this. I think that, you know, we make sales so, sounds so complicated. Like, if you think about sales in general, what is sales? It starts with the conversation and ends with the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So how we get that conversation, you know, I'm not judging how you get it, right? Because good salespeople will get it wherever they're the most comfortable and, you know, where they're the most um, effective. So I think we all have skill sets in sales. I think the one lost art, I don't think it's the phone, right? I think that the lost art of just good sales people is gone because I think the one thing that technology has done is it's allowed to for more of a quantity versus quality type of uh, methodology you've got you know and then the expansion of you know all these companies hiring massive salespeople but the problem is all the good salespeople there's not enough of them so they go out and just hire a bunch of other people they don't really train them right mm-hmm. and then you know these people are just trying like all the easy ways out because they're really not they really don't have it in them so I do agree with you I think you know, sales in general is there's just a lost art because you know the training and the true training and the real ideologies and the basics of sales have been lost. And you know, I think if you're good at sales, you can make a good cold call, right? Or you should be able to. You should be able to you know, figure out how to leverage social, warm up the call a little bit, and then make the call. But I just think the lost art of sales has has disappeared. Hey Jack, give our I appreciate you coming on, man. Awesome stuff. I, I, I wish we had more time to to talk about this. Um, but you know what? You seem like a kind of guy that if you're interested out there in social selling, you know, the, the, and, and but yet you've 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 looked at it and said, you know what? I, I don't believe it's strong enough. I don't believe that you know those out there that are that are maybe involved in social selling from what you've seen. If you're watching, you know, have an effective plan. I think that Jack uh, Kazakowski is a guy that you can relate to because he's a salesperson that is putting social plans together. So Jack, give our listeners the ability to get a hold of you if they need a strategy to help them do this the right way. Yeah, so you can go to my website. Um, one of the things I've you know prided myself in is, and just to give everybody a preference, I did 1.5 million in two, a little two and a half years at a startup company with a nine to 12K deal size. 
So I've used these methodologies, and every time I've done something and then it's worked, I've documented the process and put it into content form so that salespeople can actually take it as actual tips. So go to my website, jackpositowski.com, and um, all my content's there. Use it and abuse it. And then the other thing is, you know, I love LinkedIn. I love Twitter. Um, if you tweet me, you will get a response. You know, if you ever want a conversation, you'll let me know. Um, awesome. Busy guy, but I'm always willing to make time for people that, you know, need the help. Awesome. Well, your your Twitter handle is on the screen, man. And I appreciate you uh, hanging out with us for a few minutes here on, on Game Changer. And uh, thank you very much, man, for taking some time out. Thank you, guys. It was awesome. Appreciate it. All right. That was awesome, man. You know, really and I kind of want to kind of just, just circle back here, Antonio, for a minute. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, let, and by the way, Lewis, if we get some comments, if you're on Facebook Live or Twitter, just uh, if there's anything that uh, pops up that we need to bring up, just go ahead. We'll take your comments. If you want to call in, we have a couple of minutes, 813-574-1820. Can they call in on that number? 813-574-1820. The number should be popping up on the screen. But also, if you're on Facebook, man, your comments are coming up. I can't see them, but the producers can, so they're getting me and Antonio the comment. we got about... Uh, five minutes. Yeah. Let's let's let, while they're while they're pulling that up. Let's talk about this line here. I read this article. There are two types of prospects out there: those who raise their hand and show an interest in your product, and those who didn't wake up this morning knowing they needed to buy from you. So, you know, Jack was saying, "Hey," and he kind of brought up a good point. You know, um, I do believe the phone is a is a diminishing tool, but I also believe that that salesmanship is a diminishing sure. tool. I really do. I think it's. I think that, that, that the talent of the salesperson. If you think about these companies, we won't mention names. These large companies that mm-hmm. hire tons of what they call salespeople, many of which would never make it in an organization yeah. like ours. Matter of fact, some of the people who are who are some of the people who didn't make it maybe worked there. You know, I don't know. But you know, you know, talk about that, man. What, what's your What's your opinion on that? I, I think, in a nutshell, I think we're. I think what we're seeing is, and again, I'm for both. Mm-hmm. I, I'm for. Right. Uh, blending both worlds. Right. Okay. At the end of the day, though, my love is the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think what people are trying to do is soften the blow of rejection. Right. Because it, that, if I can soften the blow of rejection, I don't have to increase my skill set. This is my personal opinion. Right. Because if I have to increase my skill set in being persistent mm-hmm. and, and, and really learning how to pick up the phone and engage someone properly, I think that's going to win at the end of the day. Where right. this right here, people don't want to have to be put in that position because they don't want the rejection factor. But I think if you're willing to go through more rejection, you make more money. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. What do you guys think? So I appreciate you guys hanging out and watching with us. And then we're going to make a plug. If you want to learn how to do better on the phone, it's free. Okay? So tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, Serial Sales. Dot pro. If you're watching this on SerialSalesPro.com, that's our training website. Uh, if you're watching this on Facebook Live um, or anywhere else, go to SerialSales.pro. Serial, S-E-R-I-A-L, Sales.pro. And register for our free virtual workshop. It's going to be about 30 minutes and it's on how to own the phone. How to own the phone. We're going to teach tomorrow. It's not going to be, it's not, it's going to be 30 minutes of teaching you how to sell and make money over the phone. We make millions of dollars a year, $15 million close to last year just over the phone selling a product. And now we just introduced a brand new division of phone sales, which would hopefully in the next year double that to over $20 million a year, uh, twenty-five, close to $25 million in revenue over the phone. Yeah. Yeah, and, and can, I, can I jump in real sure, quick right sure. there? I would really encourage you guys to to make the time to be there. When I said amateur sales, 
uh, really what I was referring to was the, the ticket price. Here, here we have to sell products that cost fifteen thousand plus. Mm-hmm. You have a to month. take <laughs> right. Um, we have you have to take your skill set to the next level. And you might be saying, well, I don't have to sell a fifteen thousand uh, dollar product, okay, or a twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollar product. But imagine learning um, from Villa the skill sets that our sales team does do. You know, sells ticket items that high, and even those yours might be a hundred or five hundred, whatever the price tag is. Imagine how much better it's going to make you. So it's, it's changed me. It's helped me. Um, it's double, tripled my income many weeks. So I encourage you to be there. Yeah, I mean, thank you. And, and, and I'll say this. I mean, again, this is a free virtual workshop. Um, our goal is to, uh, is to, is to help people yeah. and help them in all areas of training. We just happen to be picking the phone as one of the things that we uh, feel is, is a good start that is a diminishing um, uh, art. It is it is a, it is an art that is that is that is steered away from. So if you, I tell you this, we've had salespeople that have moved on in their careers, learning training here, and have gone on to places where products aren't as high, maybe as difficult to sell, maybe in an industry that's not as difficult or challenging as the industry that we sell into, and they become top salespeople. Yeah. Instantly. I mean, guys who are like middle of the mark here, you know, making good money, become top salespeople. And I think it all comes down to learning um, the skill set of the phone and prospecting. We're going to teach that, how to own the phone tomorrow. And I want to thank you guys. Thank you for hanging out, man, with me. And, uh, you know, uh, give the the number one. We have a minute left here. Give the top thing that you feel like was most important out of the meeting this morning that you shared. That uh, prospecting is the lifeblood of your business. You know, the moment you stop prospecting and you start coasting, your sales career starts dying. Mm, You heard it. Antonio Vincenti, our corporate sales trainer here at IPD. And uh, that was Game Changer, man. Make sure, even if you watch this at a later time on Facebook Live, give us your comments, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, We're getting good feedback throughout the week. And um, if you know somebody that's a game changer in sales, or you yourself are and you want to be on the show, make sure you reach out to us. Uh, You can call in and get a hold of Kim or Michael Okendo, and uh, they will get you scheduled for the show. I know we have some great guests coming up here in the near future. I want to thank Jack Kazakowski. I want to thank Antonio Vincenti. I want to thank uh, you guys for listening, man. It's been a great show. Until next week. Boom. See you.